马姐姐说故事。Hi， 我是一马姐姐。今天我们要念的书叫《Dragon Masters Book Ten: Waking the Rainbow Dragon》。好，我开始念了。Dragon Masters Book Ten: Waking the Rainbow Dragon。Chapter One: Drake's Dream. Drake was dreaming about a dragon. Months before, Drake had been chosen to be a dragon master. He had been taken from his home and brought to King Ron's castle. There, he had learned that dragons were real. Drake had been given his own dragon, Worm, a powerful earth dragon. Now they lived in the castle with. The other dragon masters and the dragons: Capri, a sun dragon; Shu, a water dragon; Viking, a fire dragon; and Zera, a poison dragon. He had met other dragons during his adventures: Wati, a moon dragon; Lelo, a lightning dragon; Nehru, a thunder dragon; and Frost, an ice dragon. Drake dreamed about these dragons all the time, but. The dragon in this dream was different. She had a long body, like a snake's. Her scales shimmered with rosal stripes in different colors: red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple, just like the rainbow. It was be- a beautiful dream. The rainbow dragon flew across a blue sky. Her body curved like a rainbow. White clouds appeared, and rain began to fall. But then the rain stopped. The earth dried up. The screen changed to a dark cave. The rainbow dragon was curled up there. She looked frightened. A shadowy figure came toward her. Drake jotted awake. His best friend Bo sat up across the room. Are you okay, Drake? Bonnie asked. Yes, Drake replied. I just had a dream. It felt so real. It was about a dragon. Are you sure it was a dream? Bonnie asked. Your dragon stone is glowing. Maybe Worm was trying to tell you something. Drake looked down at the green stone that hung from a chain around his neck. Every dragon master wore one. It allowed them to connect with their dragons. You might be right, Bo. Drake said. He jumped out of bed and quickly got dressed. I'll find out. See you at breakfast. Drake ran downstairs. He raced through the underground training room to the caves where the dragons slept. He found Worm waiting for him. Worm, did you send me that dream? The dream about. The rainbow dragon Drake asked. Worm nodded. Drake's dragon stone glowed again. He heard Worm's voice inside his head. Yes, Worm said. The rainbow dragon needs our help. Chapter two: The Power of Rain. Where is the rainbow dragon? Drake asked. Worm shook his head. I do not know. Drake frowned. Griffith will know how to find her," he said. 
Drake ran upstairs to the dining room. Griffith, the wizard who taught them, was there. He was eating breakfast with the other dragon masters, who lived in the castle. Bo, Rory, Anna, and Petra. I told the others that worms sent you a dream. Bo said when Drake came in. It was about a rainbow dragon. Drake explained. Worm says she's in trouble, but that's all he knows. Griffin nodded. Very interesting, he said. There is a legend about a rainbow dragon. She is the only one of her kind. She is very old and very powerful. My guess is that this dragon must be sending messages to Worm somehow. Do you know where she lives? Drake asked. I can and recall. Griffith said, "But I am sure we'll find the information in one of our books. Let's get to the classroom." Drake, off down an apple, a hunk of cheese, and a piece of bread. Then the wizard and five dragon masters walked to the lowest level of the castle. What did the rainbow dragon look like in your dream? Anna asked. Her dark eyes shone. Was her she beautiful? Drake nodded. Yes, she has shimmery scales in rainbow colors. Big deals, Eddie red-haired Rory. What kinds of powers could a rainbow dragon have? Does she shoot color beams? She can't be as powerful as a fire dragon like Viking. Maybe she has special powers, Petra said. After all, Worm looks plain, but he is the most powerful dragon we know. Rory frowned. Drake knew she couldn't argue with that. Worm could move or break things with the power of his mind. He could transform himself and others anywhere in the world in a flash. They reached the classroom. Griffin started taking books off the shelf and handing them out. The room was quiet as the dragon masters. Flipped through the pages, Bo broke the silence. I found something. He cried. Here is a story about a rainbow dragon that lives in the kingdom of Ifria. Is that far from where we are in the kingdom of Bracken? Peter asked. I know where Ifria is. Anna said she ran to a shelf. She came back. And unrolled a map on the table. This is a land of pyramids, where、um, I am from, she said. And over here is the kingdom of Ifria. It is a very long way from my home, but my father has traveled there. What else does the story say? Petra asked. Bo read aloud. The rainbow dragon has the powers of rain. Every year she comes out of her cave, and brings rain to the land, just like in my dream. Drake said. But then I saw her in her cave. She looked trapped, and something was coming after her. If the rainbow dragon is trapped, then she can't make rain. Roy said. Anna gasped. Oh no! She cried. Without rain, plants will die. There will be no food. I'm afraid you're right. Griffith agreed. Ifra is in real trouble. Chapter three: A new dragon master. We've got to help the rainbow dragon, Drake said. 
We need to go to Ifria. Ifria is very big on our sip pony at the map. How will we find the dragon? Drake shrugged. Worm doesn't know where she is, so he can't transport us to her cave. Petra looked at Griffith. Can you use your magic to find the rainbow dragon? Griffith stroked his long white beard. I can try. Everyone followed the wizard to his workshop. He walked to a small table and took a cloth of a gazing ball. He bent over the glass globe and waved his hand over it. The dragon masters watched the ball. A cloud of smoke swirled inside it. Griffith frowned. I cannot see anything, he said. There is some kind of magic hiding the rainbow dragon. Bo looked down at his dragon stone. Does the rainbow dragon have a drag? Dragon master, he asked. Excellent question, Bo. Griffith said, if we can find the dragon master, then maybe we can find the rainbow dragon. He hurried over to a wooden box and opened it. Inside glittered a large green stone, the dragon stone. Each dragon master stone came from it. Drake's dragon stone. Oh, show me the dragon master of the rainbow dragon, Drake Griffith asked. Bright green light shot out of the stone. Moving pictures appeared inside the light. A boy stood in front of a whale. He pulled up a bucket and frowned. The whale should have water in it, but the bucket was empty. He showed it to a woman nearby. The whale's dried, she told him. It is like this all over Ephria. Then the green light faded. Is that boy the dragon master, Roy asked? Griffith nodded. Yes, he is the true dragon master chosen by the dragon, he said. And this discovery brings us one step closer to finding the rainbow dragon. The wizard clapped. We must travel to Ephria and find this boy at once. Chapter 4, A Strange Message Worm can transport us to Ifria, Drake pointed out, but how will we find a new dragon master once we land? The boy could be anywhere in Ifria. I have been working on a spell that can logo dragon masters, Griffith said. I will get that ready. Drake and Anna prepare your dragons for the journey. You two will come with me. Just Drake and Anna would... About the rest of us, Roy asked. You must stay behind to protect the castle, Griffith said. Roy nodded. Bo, Petra, and I will make sure nothing bad happens while you are gone. As she spoke, a sparkling bubble floated into Griffith's workshop. Look, Petra cried. Pop! The bubble burst right in front of Griffith. A piece of paper fell into his hands. He opened it up. What does it say, Anna asked. It is a message from the wizard's council, Griffith replied, then his face went dark. Drake, Anna, I am afraid I cannot go with you. I must deal with this message, but I trust that you will find the rainbow dragon. If you need help, transport back here right away. Drake and Anna ran to the dragon caves and quickly returned to the training room. 
with Worm and Capri. Anna had put a sound on Capri's back. They found Griffith looking down at the map of Ifria with Bo and Rory. One moment, Griffith said, "I'm putting the final spell on this map." Griffith pointed at the map. Sparks flew from his finger. Map helped Drake and Anna roam to the Dragon Master's home. He rhymed. The map glowed. Then it faded. Griffith handed the map to Anna. This should show you the way once you land in Ifria, Griffith said. He opened a box and pulled out a dragon stone that dangled from a chain. He handed it to Drake. Give this to the new dragon master when you see him. Drake nodded. Yes. Griffith. Griffith. He tugged the stone into his pocket. Petra ran up to them, out of breath. Wait! She cried. She had a small bag in each hand. She gave one to Drake and one to Anna. I collected some food for your journey, and water. Thanks, Drake said, and Anna hugged Petra. Then Anna touched Capri with one hand and Worm with the other. Drake touched Worm. Good luck, Bo said. Hurry back, Roy added. Drake looked up at Worm. Take us to the land of Ephria, he said. Worm's body began to glow green. A bright green light exploded in the train room. Drake blinked. His body felt tingling. Then, the green light faded, and he saw a blue sky and bright star above his head. We're here, Anna cheered. Drake looked around. The land was very flat, for as far as he could see, the tall grass was turned yellow. Some short trees popped up. Here and there, but their leaves were dying. There was no sign of a village. Which way should we go? Drake asked. Anna unrolled the map. A blue glowing line appeared. Let's follow the magic map, she said. Chapter Five. Follow the map. Anna and Drake walked across the grassy land. Capri walked behind Anna, and Worms slithered behind Drake. The hot sun shone overhead as they walked. Colorful birds flew from tree to tree. Most of the birds in Bracken are brown or gray. Drake said, "If it has four many creatures, you won't find in Bracken." Anna told him. "I hope we see more." Drake said, "But mostly, I want to find the Dragon Master." They walked and walked, following the map. My father said there are many beautiful waterfalls in Ifria. Anna remarked. But we haven't seen any yet. Everything looks dried up," Drake said, looking at the yellow grass beneath his feet. "How much further?" "I don't know," she replied. "The map doesn't show where we're supposed to stop. The blue line just keeps getting longer as we walk." Drake looked at the setting sun. "It's getting late," he said. "We can't sleep under the stars," Anna said. "I've done it before." When I traveled with my father, don't worry, I'll find us a good spot. Drake looked, took a deep breath. He didn't want to fail. Griff, wait, yes. Anna soon found a spot inside a circle of trees. They both sat down in the grass. We'll camp here for the night, Anna said. Drake nodded. It feels good to rest. He opened the bag Petra given him and took out a pouch filled with water. And I'm so thirsty. Took a drink. Can I see Matt? 
Drake asked. Sure, Anna said. There is just a blue dot on it now since we stopped. Drake took the map from Anna. There's got to be something here that shows us where the new Dragon Master's village is, he said. He took another sip of water and the pouch slipped from his hand. Water spilled onto the map. The black ink faded. The blue dot disappeared. Drake, Anna yelled. What did you do? It was an accident, Drake yelled back. I know, Anna paused. I'm sorry I yelled, but the spell is ruined. Drake took a deep breath. He didn't want to fail Griffin. They had to rescue the Rainbow Dragon and save Ifria. Let's get some rest, he said. We're both tired. Maybe the map will dry out overnight. I hope you're right, Anna said yawning. We'll check it. In the morning, the two dragon masters ate some apples and bread. The night air was chilly. It's a worm curled his body around Drake. Anna snuggled against Capri. They slept soundly. When Drake opened his eyes, four among his creatures surrounded their camp. Chapter 6 Wild Friends Anna, wake up! Drake yelled. We're surrounded by dragons. Well, I think they're dragons. The four creatures were as big as dragons. But they have very long skinny noses. They had gray wicky skin instead of scales. Had They had gray wicky skin instead of scales. Their big ears looked at wings to Drake. Anna laughed. They're not dragons, Drake, she said. They're called elephants, and they're friendly. Well, usually they are. Wim studied the elephants. Then his eyes began to glow. The elephants made trumping sounds with their trunks and above their feet. Drake's dragons don't glow. He heard one's voice inside his head. Worm has the elephants to help us. They know the village not far from here. Drake told Anna, they will lead us part of the way. Anna looked down the map. That's a good thing because the map still isn't working. Elephants to rescue, Drake said. Drake and Anna ate breakfast. Then they followed the slow-moving elephants across the land. After a short time, they stopped at a shadow. A bush of water on the ground. The elephants sucked up the water with their long noses and then brought the water to their mouth. Worm and Capri drank too. The elephants waved their trunks at Worm and walked away. Drake heard words inside his head. The elephants told me how to get to the village. Follow me. Drake motioned for Anna and Capri to follow Worm. What about the rainbow dragon? Drake asked Worm as they walked on. Can you steal her energy? It is weak. Worm replied, something keeps blocking my mind powers. I feel her, but her location is fuzzy. Just then, Anna cried, Drake, look, it's the village. Drake turned and saw a bunch of round houses with pointy tops. Lots of people were walking around, and Drake spotted the boy that the dragonstone had shown him. There he is, Drake yelled. It's the new dragon master. Chapter 9, The Chosen One 
Drake and Honor ran over to a new Dragon Master. The boy looked up at a worm and could be his eyes got wide. All villagers began staring at the dragons. No one ran or started screaming. They actually moved closer. Are those dragons? the boy asked. We have many legends about dragons here, but we have never seen any. Drake nodded. Yes, they are dragons, he said. I'm Drake, and this is my dragon, Worm. And I'm Anna. My dragon's name is Kepri. Anna said with a smile. I am a boy, the other boy said. Welcome to our village. What brings you here? We came to find you, Drake said. You need to help the rainbow dragon. A boy asked. Mouth dropped open. The villagers all began to talk at once. A man and woman walked up behind Abuela. We are Abuela's parents, the man said. Please tell us where you are from and what you know about the rainbow dragon. We came from the kingdom Bracken in the north, Anna replied. Drake patted Worm's neck. My dragon got a message from the rainbow dragon. She told Worm that she is in trouble. Abuela's parents looked at each other. This is what we have feared, Abuela's father said. The rains have not come. Water is hard to find. Plants are dying. We will soon run out of food. But how can Abuela help? Abuela's mother asked. Our wizard has a dragon stone, Drake said. It shows us that Abuela has a special connection with the rainbow dragon. He is her dragon master. He may be the only one who can help her. Abuela shook his head. That makes no sense, he said. The rainbow dragon does not need a master. She is very powerful. Even the most powerful dragon needs help sometimes. Anna said, do you know where she might be? Abuela shook his head. The legend says she lives in a cave somewhere, he replied. She has never been seen, but when the rains come and the rainbow appears, we know that she has helped us. Drake took a piece of the dragon stone from his pocket. You are her dragon master. You can use your connection with her to uh, help us find her. Abuela spoke up. It is our good fortune. Abuela's father spoke up. It is our good fortune that these villagers came here. You must help them, Abuela. How can I help? Abuela asked. I am just a boy. Someone else should go. A warrior or a healer or a teacher. Anna took the dragon stone from Drake and put it around Abuela's neck. The dragon stone picked you, she said. You are the chosen one. Abuela looked at his parents. He looked down at the stone. Then he took a deep breath. All right, he said. I will help you. Yes, I'm not sure, but I do not know how to find a rainbow dragon. Obola said. Worm is getting some fuzzy energy signals from the rainbow dragon, Drake explained. He can lead us in the right direction. Then your link with the rainbow dragon will take us to the rest of the way. Anna said, your dragon will grow green when you connect with her. She will lead you to her. Abuela's mother kissed her son on the head. Be safe. The village is counting on with you. The villagers waved as Abuela left with 
Drake, Anna, and the、uh, dragons. Chapter Eight: The Journey. The grandmasters and the dragons made their way across the grassland. What is your kingdom like? A boy asked as they walked. Well, Bracken is not flat like here. Drake replied. There are mountains, and there is a lot more trees. Anna added. I used to live on a farm. Drake told Abuela. One year we had a summer, with a, with very little rain. A lot of crops died. It was scary. Abuela nodded. Without our crops, there will be no food to eat. Drake picked up his water pouch and found rats. I'm almost out of water. Me too, Anna added. Ed, I think there is water. Whoa, no, water. Rain all around here. Abuela said. He walked ahead of Anna and Drake, looking at the ground. Then he broke away from the path. Where are you going? Drake asked. He and Anna hurried to catch up to Abuela. These are animal tracks. Abuela explained, pointing to the ground. And they lead right here. He pushed through some bushes and stepped into a clearing, with, with. He stepped into a clearing with a small pool of water bubbled up from the dirt. Wow! Drake cried. You found water, Anna said happily. They filled their pouches with water. Worm took a drink too. Then Abuela led them back through the bushes. Suddenly, Abuela froze. He stopped Drake with his arm. A strange animal stood in the grass ahead of them. He t- looked like a bi- very big, very hairy pig with long white tusks. The animal's ears twitched. Then it turned around and locked eyes with Drake. Chapter Nine, Kokoa. Abuela put a finger to his lips. Shh! Don't move. He whispered to Drake and Anna. It's a war call. If you make any fat movements, it might attack. Abuela raised his arms above his head and crept up to the war call. Then he made a very loud, scary noise. Roar! Frightened, the war call squealed and scrambled away. Wow, Abuela! That was awesome," Drake said. "You sounded like a big, scary cat." "It was. I was pretending to be a lion," Boya said. "Do you have lions in Bracken?" Drake shook his head. "They are big, fat cats," Abuela explained. Anna smiled at Abuela. "You are very smart and brave. I think you were born to be a dragon master." "Yes," Drake agreed. "You found water for us. You scared away the hawk, water hawk." You're amazing. Abuela gave them both a shy smile. They caught up to Worm and Capri, who had started moving again. A few minutes later, Abuela's dragon stone began to glow faintly. Abuela, look! Drake cried, pointing. Your stone is glowing. The rainbow dragon is trying to connect with you. Stop! Abuela must lead us the rest of the way. Here. He told Drake, "His connection is stronger than mine." Worm says you should lead us. Drake told Abuela, "How do I do that?" Abuela asked. "Can you feel the pull of your dragon's energy?" Worm said. Abuela closed his eyes. "It's weak, but I can feel it," he said. 
His voice rising with excitement. It's like she's in my head. Great. Now walk toward that energy, Anna insisted. A boy started walking. They followed him to a low hill. A big hole in the hill led to an underground tunnel. A boy gazed into the tunnel. I, I think she's in here, he said. Anna looked up at Capri. Can you please light us the way? A white ball of light floated out of Capri's mouth. It hung in the air, lighting up the dark tunnel. The ball floated down the tunnel, and the others followed it. They went a short way and then stopped. A, th- a thick spider web blocked the entrance to a cave. Whoa! A vi- every big spider must have made this, Drake said. A boy like ass. Kakua, he cried. What's a kakua? Drake asked. Kakua is a giant spider that many I people tell stories about. A boy Sometimes he is a hero. Sometimes he makes trouble. Are there true stories? Drake asked. I thought they were just legends. But look at this web. Only Kakua could have spun it. Soon, Drake's giant stone began to glow. He heard one's voice inside his head. Boila is right. Kakua has trapped the rainbow dragon inside her cave. Chapter 10 Stuck in a Web Drake ran to a giant web blocking the entrance to the cave. He started pulling on the stands. I can't break the web, he said. It is too strong and sticky. Drake stopped, Drake said. Anna said, if there is a giant spider behind it, we need a plan. She turned to a black. In the stories about Kakua, how is he defeated? She asked. I don't think he has ever been defeated. Kakua is a magical trickster. He usually uses tricks to escape. Bola said, there must be a way to stop him, Drake said. Well, some stories say he works for the ruler of the sun. So maybe the sun can stop Kakua. A boy guessed. Hmm. Uh, I said, Capri might be, not be the ruler of the sun. But she has the powers of the sun. Maybe she can break through the web and fight Kakua's magic. Anna turned to Capri. Use a sunbeam on the web. Every opened her mouth, and sh- a short and strong beam of sunlight right at the thick spider web. The stands of the web began to shimmer. Then they disappeared. It worked, Drake cried. A blood put lips to his lips. Quiet! They stepped into the cave. The ball of white sunlight still floating in there. Lightning in the dark space. Drake and Anna gasped. A dragon with a very long body was wrapped in a cotton of spider silk. Through the sick, Drake could see the dragon's rainbow-colored scales. The rainbow dragon, Opoia cried. Capri used another something to get rid of this cotton. Anna commanded the sun. And dragon aimed a strong beam of sunlight at the rainbow dragon. The webs began to shimmer, but before they could disappear, 
click, 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 a loud clicking sound began to echo through the caves. Capri stopped shooting the, her something and turned toward the sound. A giant spider crawled out of the shadows. His eight long eye legs were black with yellow stripes. His round body had a black and yellow pattern. Eight round black eyes stared at the dragon masters and their dragons. Drake, Anna, and Abuela started to slowly back up. The spiders ringed around them. Capri and Worm charged forward, protecting the dragon masters. Capri hit him with the sunlight on a yell. Capri aimed at some beyond the sunlight at the at Kokuba. The spider jumped out to avoid it. He hung upside down from the ceiling of the cave. In a flash, he shot webs at Capri. The webs wrapped around her mouth. Capri couldn't fight back. The webs magically grew and twisted all around Capri's body. Capri! Anna cried. Worm's body began to glow green, but before he could use his powers, Coco hit him with hit webs too. The webs wrapped around Worm. Within seconds, Huey was trapped inside Coco. One quick hide, Drake yelled to Anna as the abuela, we can help the dragons if Kakua gets us too. The French raced behind a ro- big rock. Drake touched his dragonstone. Worm, can you hear me? He whispered. Drake's dragonstone glowed faintly. Drake heard a muttered voice inside his head. He turned to Anna and abuela. Worm is trying to tell me something, but I can't understand him. He said, the Kakua must be blocking Worm's powers. I can't hear Capri's voice in my Head either, Anna whispered. What now, Drake asked. We can't fight Kokua without dragons. Chapter 11 A Strong Connection Drake, Anna, and Boya stay hidden behind the rock. But the clicking sound of the giant spider grew louder as he got closer. Click, click, click. We should get out. Oh, get help, Abuela whispered. Who will help us, Drake asked. Click, click. We can't stay here, Anna said. Kakua is going to trap us in cocoons, too. Abuela stood up. His dragonstone was glowing. Abuela, get down, Drake hissed. Abuela didn't listen to Drake. He stared at the rainbow dragon. Kakua spotted Abuela with one of his eight eyes. Watch out, Abuela. Kakua will hit you with one of his webs. Drake yelled. Abuela didn't run. He talked to the rainbow dragon. Our villains needs you. He said, please help us. Then Abuela's dragonstone began to glow brighter and bright and brighter. Whoa, Drake, he told Anna. I've never seen a dragonstone glow like that before. It's even brighter than Worm when he uses his powers. The uh, gr- bright light, the bright green light filled the cave. The dragon masters had to shield their eyes. Kakua shrieked as the powerful light grew. He strength deep into the cave. The light faded. Drake looked around. The cocoons around the dragons were shimmering just like when the breeze sunlight hit the giant web. The cocoons disappeared. Drake and Anna 
ran to a dragon. Anna patted Capri's head. Worm, are you okay? Drake asked. I am fine. Worm replied. Drake smiled and glanced over at Abuela. The new dragon master was standing next to the rainbow dragon. She was free of the cocoon and hovering above the floor. She's so beautiful, Anna whispered. The rainbow dragon's colorful scales shimmered in the dim light of the cave. She had a long snake-like body, like worms. She did not have wings. Abuela turned to Drake and Anna. She says it's time to make it rain, and when, and she wants me to go with her. Drake nodded. Abuela climbed onto the rainbow dragon's back. Then they floated out of the cave, past Drake, Anna, and their drums. Anna led Drake. Let's go. They ran outside. Far- Load, Obi, Worm, and Capri. The sun shone brightly in the blue sky. The rainbow dragon flew up, up above the grassy lands with Abuela on her back. I'll meet you back at the village. Abuela called down. Abuela and the dragon flew higher and higher. Great clouds appeared in the sky. Then Drake felt one cold, wet drop on his cheek. Rain! He cheered. Chapter Twelve: Dragons in the Sky. More clouds filled the sky. The rain began to fall harder. Abuela will be busy for a while, Drake said. Let's go tell his parents what happened. Drake, Anna nodded. She touched Capri with one hand and Worm with the other. Worm transported them to a village in a flash of green light. They found the villagers standing outside in the rain. Abuela's parents ran up to them. Where is Abuela? Abuela's mother asked. He is safe," Drake replied. Kakua, the spider, was keeping the rainbow dragon prison. Abuela freed her. They are both up in the sky now, making rain. Abuela's mother took Anna by the hand. Come, both of you. I think this will be a long rain. Step inside our hut, where it is warm and dry. Abuela's mother fed them bowls of hot stew. Just as they were finishing, a short aunt came from outside the hut. Look, Drake, Anna, and Abuela's parents rushed outside. The clouds were floating away. The sun was shining. The sky was bright blue, and the rainbow dragon was floating in the sky. Her body curved just like the rainbow. Her colorful scales shimmered brightly. Abuela sat on her back. Beaming happily, everyone stared at the sight, amazed. Then Anna's dragon stone began to glow. She smiled. Capri wants to fly too, she said. Anna climbed onto Capri's back. Capri flew up into the sky. Misty wildflowers filled the air. She shot a beam of sunlight from her mouth. The light hit the wildflowers and made a rainbow right underneath the rainbow dragon. It's a double rainbow. Chapter Thirteen, Deo's Story. Capri and the Rainbow Dragon flew down from the sky. Abuela slid off the Rainbow Dragon's back and ran to his parents. Mom, Dad, he cried. Hooray for Abuela! The villagers cheered. Abuela's dragon. Soon began to glow. The dragon, the rainbow dragon, wants me to tell you her story. He said, "It my her name is Dale."
Deo. Oh, I, I repeated hopping off Capri. That's a cool name. Did she say how Kua trapped her in her cave? Drake asked Kua tricked her up what that went on. He told the rim old dragon he knew the most beautiful song in the world. She asked to hear it, but the song really was a spell oh, that made her fall asleep. Then he spun around her. Some of the villagers gasped. Why would he do that, Anna asked. Kakua was mad at Deo, a boy and explained the last time the rains came, water floated his den. He trapped Deo because he didn't want that to happen ever again. A boy thus father nodded. That he is a tricky one, he said. Deo couldn't move, but her mind was still powerful. Oh, I continue. She called out for help, and Drake's dragon worm heard her. Drake panted worm. And then worm told me, he said, and we found Oboya. Dale is grateful to you both and your dragons, Oboya, told Drake and Anna. Two young boys ran into the village. The waterfall is flowing, and one of them shouted. The villagers cheered and hugged one another. I'm glad the rainbow dragon is safe now, Anna said. But what if Kakua tries to trick her again? Deo says she knows not to trust Kakua ever again, Abuela replied. And now that she and I have a connection, she will call me if she's in trouble. Abuela looked down at glowing dragonstone. A sad look crossed his face. Dale says she must go back to her, her cave, he said. She must watch over the land she, like she always has. He hugged his dragon. I will miss you, Dale, he said. The dragon, rainbow dragon wrapped her body around a boil, giving her, him a quick hug. Then she floated up into the sky and flew away. I was hoping that you and Dale could come back to Bracken and train with us, Drake said. We cannot, but thank you, Abuela said. The rainbow dragon belongs in this land, and so do I. I understand, Drake replied. Abuela's father stepped forward. Thank you for helping our village, he said. You will always be welcome here. Thank you, Drake said. Now we must get home. Our friends will be getting worried about us. Goodbye, Anna called out. Drake and Anna touched their dragons. Then Worm transported the four of them back to Bracken in a flash of green light. Chapter 14, Trouble at the Castle. Diego, what are you doing? The first thing Drake and Anna heard when they landed in the training room was Griffith's voice. He sounded angry. They quickly left Worm and Capri and followed the sound up to the classroom. Please stop, Griffith was yelling at the uh, shirt round. Wizard Diego was Griffith's friend, and he had helped the Dragon Masters many times, but now he was making a mess of the classroom. He took book after book off a shelf and tossed each one on the floor. <clears throat> Where is it? It has to has got to be here some here Diego muttered to himself 
He's not ordered. Griffith. Diego, calm down. Griffith ordered. Suddenly, Diego held up a book. I found it, he cried. He spun around facing Griffith. Griffith gasps. His mouth dropped open in surprise. That's when Drake noticed something. Diego's eyes were red. Diego, let us help you, Drake cried, but Diego had a special talent he could transport. Just like one, poof, the wizard disappeared. Rory, Bo, and Petra came running into the classroom. What's all the yelling about, Rory asked. Then she stopped. Drake, Anna, you're back. Yes, and we saved the rainbow dragon, Anna said, but it's not why Griffith was yelling. Diego was just here. His eyes were red, the color of monstrous dark magic, Drake said. I think he was... Us under a spell. Everyone was quiet. Mondra was an evil wizard. He had attacked King Rome's castle and tried to take the dragons away. The dragon masters Griffith and Diego had stopped him. Both turned to Griffith. But you and Diego sent Mondra to a wizard's council prison, he said. He can use dark magic while he's in there. That is why the council warned me about earlier. The wizard replied, Margaret has escaped. No, Rory yelled. She banged her hands into fists. We need to find him. What would he want with Diego, Petra asked. It looks like Margaret has used Diego to steal a book from me, Griffith said as he roughed through the bookshelf. But no, wait, it couldn't be. His face turned pale. Diego took my book about the Naga, a dragon of legend. Is that bad? Drake asked. Griffin nodded. Very bad. If Madre is sneaking the Naga, then the whole world is in danger. 好，下次再听哦。Bye bye.